I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You're about to hear an episode from the podcast, A Better Normal. Here, we take the disruption brought by COVID-19 to consider not just the new normal that awaits us, but a better normal that we might as well work for. If you like this episode and want to hear more, subscribe to A Better Normal on your favorite podcast app. This episode of A Better Normal was made possible by PLDT Home. Experience the best that a digital lifestyle has to offer with the Philippines' fastest broadband. Filipino students have been struggling with remote learning over the last two years. Isolated from their friends, they're burdened by mental health woes brought about by the pandemic. They're unable to afford the tools and technology they need to study on their own. They fail to understand lessons that are interrupted by poor internet connection. And they grapple with homework and deadlines in an uncertain time. These difficulties are compounded for students with special needs, including learners with disabilities or conditions, Indigenous peoples, children in conflict with the law, learners in emergency situations, and other marginalized sectors. Students are already being left behind. A New World Bank study shows that 9 out of 10 Filipino children are unable to read and understand simple text by 10 years old. What more persons with disability? Shakino Puma Podcast. And in this special series, we take the disruption brought about by COVID-19 to consider not just the new normal that awaits us, but a better normal that we might as well work for. In this episode of A Better Normal, we talk about learning experiences, a concept called universal design for learning. How can we design learning experiences in a way that serves all students and allows them to thrive and make the most out of their potential, whether or not they have special needs, whether or not we're in the middle of a pandemic. Jerson Abisamis was a good student. He was obedient, well-behaved, and always did his homework. His grades were high too, but he had a weakness. The one thing he dreaded during English class was impromptu speaking. Recitation, especially when he had to do it standing up, would have him stuttering, and reporting in front of the class would leave his heart hammering in his chest. We were given one minute to speak, and wala akong sinabi the whole time. At sobrang vivid sa akin ng memory na yun na naninigas ako, nakatingin lahat. ng tao sa akin. Tapos ako wala akong sinabi. Ako lang sa lahat ng mga klase ko yung walang nasabi. Kahit pagbarbero, hindi ko nagawa or kahit um, hindi ko nasabi. And I think that stayed with me forever. Na parang, okay, hindi ako magaling mag-public speaking or I can't speak in front of class. I can't articulate my thoughts clearly. That impromptu speaking session happened in grade school. 
more than 20 years ago. But Cherson still remembers it like it was yesterday. And na brand ko ng sarili ko na ganon up until high school, college, etc. Something that I cannot do. And then nung nagiging teacher na ako at natuto na ako about education, natutunan ko yung ideas of student anxiety. Whereas maraming students sa takot sa math, for example, at sasabihin lang nila, they will grow up thinking, ay hindi ako pang math. Or ay hindi ba talaga ako magsulat? Ay pangit talaga ako magdrawing. Hindi ako pwede pang art. So there's always this sense of early moments in our life that sort of stop us from becoming better or trying, yeah, reaching our potential because of fear. Thankfully, even though that incident is seared into Jerson's brain, he was still able to move on from it to become the teacher that he is today. He lectures at the College of Education and University of the Philippines, Diliman. He gives talks and webinars, and he even conducts interviews like this one. And in 2014, he and two other friends put up Habi Education Lab. As in paghahabi, as in pagbuo ng tela. So we are basically a design group that builds learning experiences. So ano nga ba ang learning experience? So a learning experience as in we design lesson plans and curriculums and modules workshops and activities and live webinars. We work with technologists to design learning technologies and tools and apps, for example. We work with, let's say, graphic designers and visual designers to build learning materials like toolkits, books, games, graphics. And so basically, looking at a learning experience as if it can be multimodal, when he says multimodal, it just means there are different modalities. And modality is a medium or a channel through which the learner can access information. As Jerson so beautifully puts it, ang modality ay daluyan. Kami as designers, kumaga tinatahi namin sila into a seamless, learner-friendly or human-friendly, human-centered learning experience. When you're a student, everything you touch in the classroom, from the textbooks you read, to the worksheets you answer, to even the way your physical school is built, dinisign yan. Even now that students are learning remotely, dinisenyo rin ang mga ginagamit nila, whether it be the videos they watch or the webinars they attend. Unfortunately, not all of those are well-designed. Sometimes they're designed with different intentions. At kami sa Habi, ang obsession namin is to make sure that these learning experiences and these different aspects of learning experiences are well-designed. Earlier, I told you about how Gerson, as a student, had a huge fear of public speaking. So reporting in front of a class was a nightmare. Now, how could that learning experience have been redesigned? What if instead of having a report at the end, what if we were all given different modes of assessment to express what we thought about the reading that we did? Now think about students with special needs. For example, a deaf student and his or her interpreters trying to keep up with lectures while the internet is lagging. Or online group work being especially difficult for kids with behavioral disorders. Or even students who don't have disabilities but, let's say, have part-time jobs. Learners have diverse needs and they deserve the space to show that they're smart too. Just in other ways that may not be catered for by the learning experiences that they currently go through. The problem is, as Gerson already touched on, 
our learning experiences have been designed in a one-size-fits-all way. So, Jerson, what's your idea for a better normal? I think the big problem in education is how we see one-size-fits-all. Kasi kadalasan, ang tingin natin pag one-size-fits-all ay you know, single lesson plan for all, single curriculum for all, single type of resource, single type of modality for all learners. At ang learners ang bahala mag-adjust. Depending kung, kung ano ka pang type ng learner, ano ka pang background, anong ability mo, you are going to be measured in just one way. You're going to learn in just one way. And I think we have to rethink that and think about instead of yung students yung mag-a-adjust or even yung teachers yung mag-a-adjust, why can't we redefine what one-size-fits-all means into something that enables the tool or the technology to accommodate as many as we can? So designing for extremes, not just the average or the mainstream. When you design for the extremes, you serve everyone in between. Sometimes, the reaction to diversity in the classroom can be for the teacher to want to personalize everything. Ibang module for student A, iba para kay student B, at iba rin para kay student C. But obviously, nakakapagod siya. Our teachers already have to manage so many students. They're overworked and underpaid, and during this pandemic alone, they've had to adapt quickly to our remote setup. They've had to spend for materials out of their own pocket. And they've even had to deliver printed modules to their students who were living in isolated areas. Mahirap nga naman na sila ang palaging nagsasakripisyo para sa mga estudyante nila. Personalizing everything may be humane for students, says Gerson, but they're not humane for teachers. And ito yung narealize ko about thinking about this from a design lens na sino ba dapat yung nag adjust Kasi on one hand, students are forced to adjust all the time kasi we're forced to adjust to particular norms ng, ng curriculum or norms ng tools na ginagamit natin or norms ng lessons or norms ng assessments. And when we subject students to that, it becomes, I guess we end up with sort of one-size-fits-all types of people. Pero ang narealize ko, especially with technology now, we can still achieve one-size-fits-all. Pero ang mag-adjust ay hindi yung students. Hindi rin yung teacher, pero yung mismong sistema or yung tools or yung materials. Ang tawag dito, Universal Design for Learning or UDL. UDL is an internationally recognized approach invented by David H. Rose. It seeks to overcome barriers in disability, gender, age, socioeconomic status, and other factors that could hold students back. So it gives students flexibility in how to access material and how to show what they know. The idea is, when you design to help those at the extremes, you are designing better experiences not just for them, but for everyone in between as well. Hindi si Gerson ang nag-imbento nito, pero he believes that our new normal is the perfect time for us to reform our education system. It's time to finally implement it on a wider scale in the Philippines. Even brains, brains, no matter that, that type, all students are able to learn and all students are able to see their own strengths and build their own confidence to learn and to continue learning and to love learning instead of being forced under a certain set of molds. 
This episode is powered by PLDT Home, the companion of Filipino students and teachers in the better normal. From creating and downloading modules to attending synchronous classes to study sessions with your peers, it helps to have strong connections. Just as in education, we all have different needs to cater to to make our experiences better. And, sabi nga ni Gerson, it's in catering to these needs both efficiently and compassionately that we create better learning experiences for all kinds of learners. Accommodate your online needs of all shapes and sizes with PLDT Home, the Philippines' fastest broadband. And now, back to the episode. We've introduced you to Gerson's idea for a better normal. One where we reframe one-size-fits-all when it comes to designing learning experiences for students. Here, you design not just for the mainstream, but for the extremes too. Now, how do you implement this? Ayun, sige. So, one is you design multiple means of engagement. Ang ibig sabihin nun, you think about how to motivate, how to help different types of learners engage with the content. So what it looks like, it could look like connecting the learning content to the different interests of your students, not just to one. And halimbawa, gagamit ka ng K-pop, <laughs> I don't know, BTS, as an example in your class. Kasi tingin mo, uso siya. Pero what if yung may sampu dyan na hindi talaga alam kung ano yung K-pop at sino yung BTS na yan? that's immediately not serving them in their motivation. They will immediately feel disengaged. They might feel that they're not part of it. They might feel that these are not part of my goals. So that first part, designing multiple means of engagement, means you have to think about what are the different ways for me as a teacher or for me as a designer to relate the material, relate the learning experience to the students that will engage and motivate them and keep them motivated. Yung pangalawa, ako, pinakapaborito ko, is multiple means of representation. Ang materials, like I said, sa textbooks, it's printed in one way, it's printed in one language, it has a single font size, it has a single, you know, it, it has a single layout, pages, etc. They're all standardized. But not everyone you know, reads the same pace. Not everyone has the same grasp of language. And with technology ngayon, you can create multiple means to represent a single piece of information. Simple thing like kung meron kang online article, a learner can zoom in to make the fonts bigger. Or you're more the type of learner who likes to read aloud. And so technology allows you to also listen to articles now through screen readers. You can look at videos, for example, now. Videos also have subtitles. So that's an example of how using universal design for learning can change how information is represented. You can either read the subtitles and don't listen to the audio. You can read the transcript of the video after. You can slow down the video. You can pause the video. Yung pangatlo is multiple means of action and expression. Meaning, you also provide different ways for learners to show you that they've learned. Whether, for example, typically dati meron tayong pen and paper test, that's it. Pero right now, because of remote learning at lahat tayo na-force na gumamit ng technology, sometimes we allow students to record their answer. Sometimes we can have them make a project 
Sometimes you can have them make a diagram to visualize their understanding of the concept, a mind map. Sometimes they write better with essays so they can do that. Even allowing them a change of language. Uh, naman tayo English or Filipino class, so you can choose whatever language you can use to express yourself better. UDL can come in the form of changes to the physical environment. Think about the problem of stairs to enter a school. Those cater to able-bodied people. What if you made a ramp? That would still be walkable by the able-bodied person, but it would also cater to wheelchair users, parents pushing strollers, teachers going to work on a bicycle, the elderly principal, and even maintenance workers with carts to carry equipment. Applying UDL doesn't have to be a grand or daunting thing. It doesn't mean throwing everything out and starting from scratch. Changes can be incremental. These can be made out of small things, but they're sure to have a huge impact. In Gerson's early days of being a teacher, he says he felt, quote-unquote, disenfranchised. He felt like he didn't have any control over the learning experiences that happened in his classroom. But given his background as a creative, he's trained in filmmaking and graphic design, he eventually realized that actually may space naman para maging marikain ang mga guro sa classroom. Alam ko kung sino sa mga students ko ang, ang ganito yung taste, saan sila nahihirapan, ano yung gusto nila, so I can contextualize it based on how I know my students. And you think doon ko na-realize at doon pumasok yung discipline of this design lens na tinatawag ngayon design thinking or human-centered design kung saan nakaangkla siya sa empathy for learners or empathy for users na napakahalaga kapag nagdedesenyo ka ng bagay, whether it's furniture, clothes, technologies. Teachers are designers after all. And this was how Habi began. First, they trained teachers and collaborated with them to see how they practiced design in the classroom. Eventually, these trainings became partnerships and projects, all with the goal of designing learning experiences better, with empathy at the heart of it all. Since then, they've worked with Miriam College, the Philippine Science High School System, the Department of Education, UNICEF, and even the Office of the Vice President. And they've seen firsthand how universal design for learning works when we aren't able to hold traditional classes. Mayroon kami some project with sina VP Lenny. They created what they call community learning hubs. At tumulong kami sa onboarding program ng mga volunteer teachers. Some are college graduates, some are undergrads, some are social workers, some are licensed teachers, some are rotary club professionals, some are barangay officials. Nung nag-iisip kami, ano ba yung kailangan matutuhan ng isang volunteer for this program? Ang initial na nabanggit ng partner ay, okay, dapat alam nila itong protocols ng COVID, etc., hand washing, etc., safety inside these hubs. And I, we also want them to learn about best practices pagdating sa pagtuturo, how to coach students. Dahil diverse yung types of people, learners, and iba-iba sila ng pinagalingan. Ang isa rin na tutuhan namin, iba-iba rin sila ng access to devices, access to technology. Almost, I think, 80% of them will do the training on mobile devices. Uh, many of them only use data 
and typical learning management systems are sometimes mabigat sa data or mabigat sa sa bandwidth hindi applicable for them latang videos ay may subtitles at ginawa namin sila ng low technology transcripts like PDF lang para lang may option sila so that's a simple example na if you're going to watch this video pero mabigat sa data you can just read an article version of it also picking a platform that will be appropriate for them so dun kami na uwi sa paggamit ng Facebook as opposed to another platform para mas accessible for everyone there was also synchronous sessions to allow them to socialize with each other so that they can get to know each other um kasi online learning can also feel very isolating and lonely in short the trainers at habi looked into all possible barriers the volunteer teachers had then they created options and alternatives for them and i think eting mahalaga doon eh kasi if teachers are taught that way if they experience that in training there's a bigger chance that they will also do it to their students Now you may be thinking, these are just a few examples. Gaano ba talaga ka feasible ang UDL? Well, alam niyo ba, ginagamit 'to ng DepEd sa kanilang alternative learning system. Ang ALS ay isang parallel learning system. It's used for learners who are out-of-school youth, adults with basic education, people in prison, people in drug rehabilitation centers, or people in juvenile correction facilities. Ang ALS in-institute noong 2001, and as of school year 2018 to 2019, it's already served more than 800,000 learners. Now that we know the value of UDL, how can we come together so that we can implement it on a wider scale? Well, everyone involved in education plays a role. For students, Gerson says, Find a way to communicate to your teachers which methods work for you. Ang isang napansin ko ngayon sa pandemic, mas nagkaroon tayo ng permission to be compassionate. Maraming teachers ngayon nangangamusta muna at nagche-check-in sa mga estudyante. Kamusta ka above anything else? At tayo rin as, as students, we have to share what what works for us or communicate that to our teachers in a more transparent way. Mabagal ako dito or I find this too fast, etc. And then for teachers, create a mechanism so that you can find your students' barriers to learning. It could be a survey at the beginning. It could be constantly asking them or kapag meron tayong gagamitin na bagong technology tool, kamustahin lang natin immediately after. Kamusta yung experience na yun? Nahirapan ba kayo? Nadalian? As for school administrators, Gerson says, panindigan natin ang mission-vision natin. Administrators can also look at their non-academic processes. Look at awards, look at your library, look at your resource materials. And also look at, do these actually accommodate all learners? You might be wondering, bakit konti lang nang check out ng books? Or bakit sila lang parati yung na-awardan? Maybe you're only awarding because you only award a certain type of intelligence. Kaya lang isang tao yung na-awardan. And what about parents? What can they do? Sometimes, bilang parents, we have the best intentions. But sometimes, we prescribe things for our children. Minsan kailangan nila nating isipin, ano kaya yung baka alam niya kung ano yung mas mabuti para sa kanya. Isa pa ay shifting our mindsets on grades and assessments. Thinking that grades are the end all be all. I think kung gusto natin yung mga estudyante natin na mag-flourish in their own ways, 'di ba? They 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 discover their own confidence in their own ways. I think malaki ang role natin bilang parents to also help them discover that to support them. 
was an interesting piece of trivia that Jerson shared with me as we were talking. It's about the Philippine Normal University, which is the country's national center for teacher education. Have you ever wondered about the word normal that's in the name? Remnants pa rin siya until now na norms are important and it's being taught. And that's what they call education schools are normal schools because they have a certain norm to teach. The role of teachers then was to fit all students in a certain norm. Yun. So kaya normal school. That's what normal schools are. They're usually teacher education schools. And the question Jerson leaves us with is, what is normal anyway? And has normal worked for us at all? Ang daming mga old practices in normal, quote-unquote, times that because of the pandemic shed light on the fact that, okay, hindi pala sila appropriate for learning it. Students aren't actually learning. Again, I'm Trisha Aquino, Puma Podcast. You've been listening to A Better Normal. This episode was produced by myself with additional research by Siege Tantenko and Ella Robles. It was edited by Carl Sayat. If you have thoughts or questions about what we've discussed or if you have ideas for a better normal, leave a comment on the Puma Podcast Facebook page. That's facebook.com slash pumapodcastph. We'd love to hear from you. Follow A Better Normal and Puma Podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen. Maraming salamat po. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.